Hi, I'm Dr. John Young with Foundational Health Center here in St. Petersburg, Florida. And today we're going to talk about a subject that is always difficult to talk to talk about as with the dealing with cancer. I, I'm just going to share what I do here at this practice. And if this is helpful, great. If not, that's fine. But anytime you're dealing with cancer, I've had several patients in the last few months where I got the results back and I had to actually tell them you have cancer. And when we hear that word, it's kind of like everything shuts off. I can talk for an hour, two hours to the patient and they won't remember a thing that I say. Because once you hear that word, you, you're just like, am I going to be dead tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to lose all my hair. I'm going to be sick as a dog. Will I live till next Christmas? Everything kind of goes through the head. And so what I'm trying to do in this time together with you all is show you that the diagnosis of cancer has completely changed. The treatments have completely changed in the last five to seven years. And unfortunately, a lot of doctors don't even know that. A lot of oncologists don't even know that. But what I want to say first is this. When I tell the patient they have cancer, I, I want to give them hope and, and realistic hope. So I may not say too much the first session that I break this to them, but there's going to be some things that I do right off. One is basically their immune system let them down. Let's say 10 years ago as they were out playing tennis, some cancer cells showed up, the body didn't do deal with it, and the next thing you know, breast cancer starts growing and after a few years it starts to show up and we can make a diagnosis. So <clears throat> I want to make the immune system better. I check the vitamin D levels, D as in dog. I want those levels over at least 60. You need a level over 60 of vitamin D just to help with cancer prevention. So I will get the vitamin D levels up. Number two, I get a fasting insulin, not a glucose, an insulin. Because patients that have high insulin levels, it shows a couple things. One, the immune system is depressed, and you don't want that. And number two, cancer cells love insulin. It's like fertilizer to a cancer cell. We know that diabetics who are on insulin, they never do as well with cancer treatments because the insulin is always there encouraging the cancer cells to grow. So I lower my insulin levels by increasing protein. Or I've also done this, I fasted them. And yes, believe it or not, there are some interesting studies out there showing that when you fast a patient, and I mean just basically water, could use a little bone broth, but when you fast more than three days, the growth hormone levels grow up, uh, increase, but the immune system gets much more sensitive. It gets stronger. And really what cancer is, it's a failure of the immune system. So fasting may be an option and you might talk to your doctor about that. But if you're not going to fast, you need about one gram of protein for every 2.2 pounds of body weight. And if you get that, then insulin levels will also drop. So all, right off from the beginning, I really increase, 
you know, encourage the patient to look at their vitamin D, get that up, and get the insulin levels down. Now, doctors don't seem to understand this, the general public doesn't seem to understand this, but about seven to 10 years ago, everything changed here in the US in the treatment of cancer. Because though a few years ago, the US FDA and the European FDA did a reciprocity agreement. So it's approved, if it's approved by the US FDA, it's allowed in Europe. If it's approved by the European FDA, it's allowed in the US. You can do it legally. I think Europe is far ahead of the US when it comes to cancer treatment. Here in the US, we've made cancer more of a, we're gonna fit you into our treatments. And in Europe, it's more, no, we, we're gonna treat only you. We're gonna make everything we do only for you, your genetic markers and all of that. So European treatments are more patient specific and American treatments are more group specific. I think a, a good example is um, there's a certain type of breast cancer and there's three main categories of that cancer, A, B, and C. So what they've done is they've made treatments for, they diagnose your, your, this type of breast cancer and then they say, hey, this cancer is closer to A than B or C, so we're gonna use this type of treatment on her. For that same breast cancer, they've found 139 genetic variations of that one cancer. So having you know, just three all options for a cancer that has all kinds of genetic variations may not be so good. The Europeans are more, they will take that breast cancer, look at its genetic markers, and make the treatment just for that genetic marker on that cancer. So it's much more specific. So <clears throat> that is the option that patients have now. And that's what we've been doing here at this clinic, been very pleased with our results. Uh, to show you the in the U.S. at one of the large cancer centers near my um, practice here, they have a stage three and four cancer. Their five-year survival rate is about, of all their cancers, is about 30%. The European is about 75%. Big difference. Group treatment versus individual. So with a lot of my patients, they're very alternative-minded. And they say, okay, all right, John, all right, you've told me I have cancer. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do turmeric and SCIT and shark cartilage and IV vitamin C. And they ask me my opinion and I say, hey, that's great. But I don't know if it's gonna work on your cancer cells. You see, I have a whole, a person comes with a urinary tract infection. I can give them Cipro, but what if their organism is not sensitive to Cipro? What if it's only sensitive to Keflex? So we now have the ability with cancer to find out what your cancer cells are sensitive to. 
It's called an economics plus test. Where we draw your blood, we send it off uh, to a US FDA approved lab there in Europe. And they will grow those cancer cells out. They'll tell you how many cancer cells you have per seven and a half mLs of blood. They will then tell you what your cancer cells are sensitive to chemo-wise, if you want to go chemo. But for my patients, it tells me what they're sensitive to alternative-wise. And you can also send three, three things that you would like them to test against your cancer cells. And so I had a lady who has uh, breast cancer, and she said, listen, I'm gonna take turmeric. My neighbor, she had breast cancer, she's done turmeric, it's worked wonders for her. So we did that test on her. None of her cancer cells were sensitive to turmeric, nothing. So she said, so she said, well, why would I spend my time and money taking turmeric? You know, I'm not gonna do that. We found that her cancer cells were sensitive to six other products that they had tested out there in Europe. And so we put her on those. And it's very interesting. Every patient that I've done with that with, I've seen the cancer cell number per seven and a half mLs of blood go down. I think she started around 7.9 cells per seven and a half mLs of blood. Then she went down to 6.9, 5, so on because you want to get it less than one. But I like that test because it gives me a road map. I can guess, if I was really good at guessing, I would have won the lottery. There are so many products out there, you're gonna go crazy trying to, first of all, you don't have enough money to buy everything out there that's supposed to kill cancer cells. Just because it kills cancer cells in a laboratory dish does not mean it's gonna kill your cells. The other thing I like about that test, the Economics Plus test, is this. It tells you what your cancer cells are doing right now. I have a gentleman with prostate cancer and he's seeing me and also seeing a large cancer center up in the Northeast US. And they told him, you know, Bill, your, your prostate cancer is fine. It's stable, nothing's happening, everything's fine. You know, you're in remission. Well, we did that test on him and we said, um, hey, your cancer is not good. You have eight markers here that are telling us that your cancer cells are building blood vessels. When cancer cells build blood vessels, what does it mean? They're getting ready to metastasize, to move out. See, the interesting thing about cancer is this. If cancer just stayed right there in the breast or the prostate, no real big deal. 95% of people who die from cancer die from the metastasis, where the prostate is spread to the bones and then to organs, or the breast cancer spread to the liver and the brain, and that's what kills them, is the metastasizing of these tumors. Chemotherapy, radiation, even surgery, it can remove those cells or kill those cancer cells. But the thing that determines whether it's gonna metastasize are the cancer tumor stem cells. That determines really how long you're gonna live. And I've talked to the, the oncologists and they've said, no, our, our treatments don't touch the tumor stem cells. 
And, and that's what you, one of the things you want to ask your doctor is this treatment, you know, is it going to do anything with the cancer tumor stem cells? Because that's what's going to kill you. Uh, a good friend of ours. Well, excuse me, let me go back to the, uh, this, the gentleman with prostate cancer. So he had eight markers that showed that his cancer is starting to build blood vessels to move out. He also had a number of other markers that showed that his cancer cells are just growing as fast as they can divide now. They've lost this ability of apoptosis, self-destruction. They can't, they can't turn themselves off. They just keep growing and growing and growing and growing. You see, the Americans use about six markers in following cancer. The Europeans use 109 markers. I get so much more information so much earlier. And even one of the large institutions here said to me recently, man, John, you're far ahead of us when it comes to uh, detection of these cancer cells and what they're doing. So that Oncologics Plus just gives me a, a lot of information and tells me what's going on, what's gonna work on those cells, both the cancer cells and the cancer tumor stem cells, and tells me what I need to do to help reduce the apoptosis or increase apoptosis so the cells, cancer cells will kill themselves and what I need to do to prevent angiogenesis so we're slowing down the metastasizing rate of these cancer cells. So it's a great roadmap in dealing with cancer. Um, <clears throat> the, the other thing I think that's also interesting is this. It does save patients money. I've had patients come in and the whole desk is filled with all these pills that they're taking. And they're spending $1,000, $1,500 a month and they don't even know if those pills are working or not. So check with your doctor, check about getting an Oncogenomics Plus test. It's a great test. I think that's where you need to start when you're looking at cancer treatments. The other thing is I have patients that will go ahead and do chemotherapy or whatever and I can give that information to their oncologist to show what chemotherapy would work best against their cells. And then I'll also give the other information so the oncologist can see very quickly, oh, this treatment isn't working as well as we thought because you're getting ready to metastasize. So whether you do natural or you do chemo, radiation, whatever, there's great information that you can use to get yourself better. Because who's responsible for your health? You're responsible for your health. Not the doctor, not the big cancer center. You are responsible for your health. And you need to be proactive, especially with cancer. I, I'm thinking of a good friend of mine who um, five, about five years ago diagnosed with melanoma of the neck. And uh, he went to the big cancer center. Uh, he did do some IV vitamin C with us and it did help reduce the side effects of the chemotherapy and all that and uh, we recovered from the surgery. But the center went through and did extensive neck surgery and they couldn't find a single cancer cell. They got it all. And last, about four months ago, he went for his final five-year scan. He said, John, it's been great because, and I've been following the scans. They've 
since I've been sending them to me, they're all negative. You know, that's been great. And that last scan, there it was. He now had two brain tumors. And really, really disappointed. I was disappointed because, you know, our families know each other, my kids go to school with their kids. And what, what was also sad is he had all these scans that said he's fine, but his treatments never dealt with the cancer tumor stem cells. And, and that's the one that causes metastasis. So I think it's something that you really need to be on the lookout for. And if you're gonna do regular chemotherapy or radiation, ask the doctor, are these going to kill the cancer tumor cells or what are you gonna do about it? That is key, what are you gonna do about it? There's a number of options that the Europeans have come up with that I think are just great. And when I talk to doctors here, they always say, you know, well, John, you know, we have big studies that show that we did this treatment for 10,000 people with this type of breast cancer, and here's our results. And I tell them, I can't do that. Because you are using 10,000 women and giving them this, these two drugs. And then you're gonna see how many are alive after five years. I am taking one patient and I'm treating only their genetic markers for their cancer. And I can't give that treatment to another person because that would be, not be ethical. So I can only go one person at a time because each person is different. Each treatment's gonna be different, it's so personalized. So in talking to these patients, I have to explain that to them and when they talk to their oncologist, they need to you know, be aware of that. But it's interesting, the personalized treatment has about a 75% five year plus survival rate for stage three and four. The American model, about 30%. One of the treatments that we can do that Europe now has provided to us that we can do here in the States is just called a, kind of a tumor vaccine where we can take, we take blood and send it off to the lab in Europe. And then they make a vaccine for those cancer cells. Kind of like with polio, you can make a vaccine from the polio organism. And so you're making a vaccine for, those, for those, that vaccine to go right to those cancer cells. So a person that has a very large burden of cancer cells, that may be an option doing the cancer vaccine help reduce that load. Number two, there's a dendritic cell vaccine. Uh, dendritic cells are part of the white cell blood system, immune system, and you jazz them up and they will raise all these immune levels. Your immune system raise them way up and let the immune system go after the cancer. And that's worked very well. Another option is called SOT, SOT, I won't say the big word, but just SOT therapy, you can look it up. And basically what they do there is they draw your blood and they can look at the messenger, look at the RNA in those cancer cells because it's in your blood. 
You can have breast cancer and I can draw blood from your arm and I'll, have, I'll get those breast cancer cells because they're already through your body already by the time it's diagnosed. They grow those out and they look at the RNA because that's what the cancer problem is. They take out the defective genes, put in the corrected genes, send it back to us and we give you that. And that has worked very well. It's about a two year process, getting several uh, shots, uh, three or four a year for about two years, but very, very successful. That's kind of the gold standard when it comes to cancer. Um, the US version, SOT, is more of a, we're gonna develop a SOT shots for, let's say, uh, adenocarcinoma of the breast. And they say, well, there's three main adenocarcinomas of the breast, A, B, and C. We'll make an A, B, and C um, vaccine or shot for all of those. And what the Europeans said is, well, you could do that, but we're gonna treat each person as an individual and we'll make the SOT treatment only for that person. Group in America, individual SOT in Europe. The American, the American price is unbelievably expensive. The European price is very, very reasonable. <laughs> so, so the thing is <clears throat> that we are just right for that patient's cells. <clears throat> and then we follow it with Yonkonomics Plus. And as long as we see that cell count number going down, we're fine. But all of a sudden if it goes up, we know the cancer cells have genetically changed. And that's what you see here in America also. Hey, I'm doing the chemotherapy, radiation cells are, you know, all my numbers are looking good, they're going down. And then all of a sudden they gave me this last chemo and my numbers went up because the cancer's genetically changed. And now they've got to find a new treatment. So when, the, when it goes down, keeps going down, we're fine with the SOT, but if they start to go up, the cancer cells have changed genetically, we go back in, draw your blood again, make those new corrections in the RNA and give it back to you. And then we follow as it starts to go down again. But it's being on top of it. And we do it about every three to four months. Here in America, they kind of check maybe every six months or whatever. We, we like to do it a little more often because we want to be right on top of anything that's changing. The other nice thing about SOT and the immune system and the other vaccine is this, the uh, dendrite cell and the, and the tumor vaccine is, you're really not sick. You know, I think what scares a lot of patients with cancer treatments is, oh, I'm gonna lose my hair, uh, chemo could be so strong it may actually kill me, I, I'm, I'm just gonna be miserable. You know, for a lot of these treatments, you get it and you go out and play tennis that afternoon because it's specific, it's just for the cancer cells. We're not killing hair cells, wiping out the cells in your gut, you know, damaging the nerves or your neuropathy or your heart or whatever. It's specifically for the cancer cells. So I'm just trying to give people out there encouragement that there's some great new treatments that are FDA allowed now in the US because of that reciprocity agreement between Europe and the US. And you can do the American model, which is more group, or you can be very specific just for you. But you have great options, 
and be sure to check with your doctor because you may want to look at some of these other options. Take care.